Welcome to the Membership Machine Show, talking you through your membership website from initial idea all the way to finished product. Here's your host, Jonathan Denwood. Welcome back, folks, to the Membership Machine Show. This is episode 57. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the basic costs to start and run a membership website. You know, I, I think there's some misunderstandings here. I think we're going to have some great information and advice here. I also got my regular co-host on the other podcast that I do, the WP Tonic Show. I've got Kurt with me. Um, he's got a great deal of experience around membership. So, Kurt, do you want to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Sure thing, Jonathan. My name is Kurt Von Onen. I own an agency called Manana Nomas. We deal primarily in membership and learning websites. And, of course, I work with WP Tonic and Lifter LMS as well. And you've got your own podcast, haven't you? What's your I podcast? The Manana Nomas Podcast. Right. Want to go and listen to that, folks? got a great deal of knowledge around running a business and membership. So, like I say, we're going to go into the basic costs of cloud and self-hosted, comparing the different costs of different platforms, giving you a ball figure, giving you some idea about the general costs um, in this area. But before we go into the meat and potatoes of this great episode, I've got a couple of messages from our major sponsors we will be back in a few moments, folks. Tired of hosting providers that can't handle high traffic loads? Convesio is here to help. Our platform can handle any amount of traffic, all without slowdown or crashing. With immediate Slack support, performance optimization, and a team that thrives on resolving technical challenges, your e-commerce business is in safe hands. Learn more about Convesio at Convesio.com. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. Um, Also want to point out we've got a new sponsor um, of the show for the next month. It's OmiSend. OmiSend, um, if you're on the hosted platform and WordPress, in other words, folks, and you want to send text messages, SMS messages to your membership, to your students. They've got a great plugin. Um, They were big, still are big in Shopify, the world of e-commerce, and they're building a a sizable following in WordPress, in e-commerce, and in membership. To find out more about their offer, they've got a great special offer, to find all this out, all you have to do is go over to wp tonic.com slash deals wp-tonic.com slash deals not only will you find this offer but there's some other great offers from the other sponsors plus a created list 
of the best WordPress plugins and services to enable you to build an effective membership website on WordPress. What more could you ask for? Probably a lot more, but that's all you're going to get from that page. Right. So let's delve in. So let's do a quick intro. What, what, based on your experience, Kurt, what do you think are some of the biggest misunderstandings about costs about um, running, let's say, on WordPress or self-hosted before we go to a SaaS platform like Kajabi? Um, what do you think are some of the main misunderstandings, things you've observed in general? think some of the main misunderstandings, and this is general, it doesn't matter if we're talking about WordPress or SaaS or whatever, is the commitment required to build and host a, me a membership property, a membership site. I don't think enough people put enough thought into what they actually want that membership property to do as far as emails, communication. And I, and I think that lack of planning causes them to make poor decisions downstream. Yeah, can you put a bit more insight, a bit, not insight, sorry, a bit more context yeah. around that? Yeah, yeah. So how many times are you, are you, you know, and I shouldn't bring my personal habits into this, but you're having an adult beverage with somebody at a nice establishment. Someone says, hey, you work on the internet. I was thinking I had a really cool idea because everybody has cool ideas. And they start trying to tell you this cool idea and stretch it out on a napkin and start to pencil some things down. And then, and then you start asking questions like, well, you know, do you want to charge people money for this? Oh, I could do that. Yeah. You know, you're going to need a payment gateway for that. You know, how are you going to communicate with these folks? Well, I just thought the website would do it. And you're like, the website will do it if you equip the website to do it. So what kind of tools are you looking at to do that? And when you start trying to break it down. They're like, well, I just thought I would build this thing and it would just create revenue. And it's like, no, this, you know, I got to start having conversations with people about the long game and the work that it takes and the forethought that it takes to build a good site that you can launch. And then that comes into kind of like what we'll talk about today, right? So what are the tools that people consider essential for a membership site and what packages have those tools and what do those things cost? What's your investment? Yeah, I think you, the other costs, I, I think people, I think what they don't understand is that um, we've discussed this on other shows, is you've got to do some pre, got to have a plan, do some research online, have a look at the SAS. I've got criticism about um, my position here. So people say, well, the show, why do you discuss SaaS? I thought it should be all about WordPress or and I'll get other people from the SaaS. Well, you seem to talk a lot about WordPress, you know. Um, and my position is, yeah, I believe in WordPress, but um, I'm not naive. It depends on circumstance, on on the individual and what they want to do about what platform they might in the end, utilise. There is no perfect platform out there. There just isn't. It's just really that the individual, what really is important for them. For me, digital ownership, digital sovereignty is really quite important. If I'm building a business, I don't really, unless I have to, I do not want a lease. Um, I want as much ownership over it as possible. 
So, but other people have a different attitude and there is no right and way. I think the other thing they misunderstand, Kurt, is they, um, you've got to build up before you launch your membership website, you'd be advised to try and build your own tribe. And what I mean by that is, you know, to build some Twitter following or X, whatever it's called, or Facebook following or YouTube following or TikTok following or any following. Doesn't matter what platform. These platforms are just tools to enable you to build a following, your own little tribe. And to try and get that tribe to a landing page or a website where you can offer them something to get their email. Because if you've got a small email list and you can email your membership and get that initial wheel rolling, this whole thing's going to go much easier than not. And I think a lot of people don't just don't get their tribe before they try and launch their membership. It's making sense, Kurt. It, it makes 100% sense. Uh, the, the tribe aspect is huge. Um, how many times have, have you or I or, or someone in our peer group, you know, have talked about, you know, meeting with a client that has, you know, great idea on a napkin. But when you talk about, you know, where's your audience? Where's, you know, some marketers would say, what's your avatar? What's your perfect person that would come and purchase this? You want that answer to be somebody that's already in my Facebook or somebody that is, a, you know, a regular customer of my existing business or something. You want some kind of a connection already. But a lot of folks don't have that avatar pictured and they don't have that customer base or audience pre-built. So that becomes another obstacle in the launch process. Yeah, so there's a, there's a cost, but the cost is not so much financial Unless you're going to use paid advertising, but I would advise you, unless you unless you already got a big tribe, that you utilize free. Even if you got some money, I wouldn't advise you until you got your initial students in your membership and you got feedback, and then you can observe what is what they really like about your course, what they don't, and then if you got a little bit of money. You can look at paid advertising, but I I think blogging, content, marketing, um, YouTube, all the things I've just mentioned to build a community, a tribe, as I call it, um, is the way to go. And that doesn't really, apart from time, a lot of these platforms, the beauty of it, folks, is you're just swapping your time and energy to try and build that initial tribe it doesn't actually um you can post stuff if it's more professional um you just post stuff on linkedin they they love your posting and they're they it will be shown to a much bigger audience than facebook one of the problems with facebook now is that unless you put some a bit of money in your posts your activity won't be won't be seen so Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, or better, or TikTok, or Instagram, um, to some extent, these are much better platforms because they allow, without paying, they allow people to see your content. What do you reckon, Kurt? Yeah, it's it's um the growth thing is very difficult for people to comprehend if they're new to the digital marketing frame set. Um, I've had tremendous success 
on LinkedIn. You know, I joke around on the show a lot. You know, I'm the only Kurt Fun on it on LinkedIn. Let's connect. But, you know, I went from 1,200 connections to almost 10,000 connections in three years. And I've had conversations with 3,000 of those people. You know, it's, um, it's a very active, um, huge community. And so I go back to, you know, think about your audience, think about your group. Do you have a small audience, but it's very active? Or do you have like this big number that's, you know, uh, anonymous in an Instagram account somewhere? You know, you really have to look at what's the quality of your audience. What's the quality of your tribe, as Jonathan would say. And then what is your influence over that tribe to get them to, you know, what's in it for them to give you an email address and be part of your community. And from there, you can look at, you know, the tools we're going to discuss. Jonathan, you're all about digital sovereignty. And, and, and I get that. That's one of my priorities. But another priority for me is when I launch a project or when I help a customer launch a project, we really don't know how big it's going to get, right? And I always think about scalability. And so when I look at some of the SaaS solutions, sometimes they seem like an all-in-one kit and it answers all these questions for the startup, but there's a lot of limitations or brick walls that people run into if it actually takes off and goes. And so, you know, I, I look for those limitations and how to overcome those limitations in my solutions. Well, that's the other that's the other thing because don't matter how much research you do on the different platforms until you start use it, utilizing them, and also until you get a few students going through your membership um, and finding out what they really like and what they don't, it's really hard to know that platform that you chose. So, one of the nice things about WordPress is that it's modular. You're utilizing um, major Lego bricks, which are the plug-in structure. I, I I just see them as modules, and you're bolting modules together. And if a um, a particular module doesn't work, there's normally a lot of other choices, and you can find a, a blend of modules that will allow you to do the things that you or your students want. The problem with a SaaS platform is it the bigger ones that are Swiss army knives, which are attractive because they save money. But the problem is, as you learn the ins and outs of the platform and you learn the requirements of the student base and what, in business terms, you need to do with your membership to appeal to your students, you might hit a brick wall. Um, um, and then you've got the cost of, of moving Especially if you've got a re, you've you've managed to get the wheel moving, and you've got a hundred, two hundred, three hundred students moving platforms to a whole new platform, it's totally achievable. But it's not the most pleasant experience, you know. It's work, it's extra work, but that's what I'm saying. So it's um so cloud or self hosting. Let's start with self hosting. Like I say. To me, it's WordPress. Um, um, so basically, got to buy domain names. Um, I I would advise don't buy your domains through Google. Don't buy your domains through the Big Daddy, GoDaddy, um, and don't go with the cheapest option because it can bite you on the backside. What was your own thoughts about that? I have had clients on all imaginable 
ways of, of registering a, a URL. Um, and I'll just throw it out there, Jonathan. I think Cloudflare is one of the most direct and easiest and affordable ways to go. I don't, at, at this stage of the game, I'm not even sure why, why we would discuss the others. Um, well, I'll interrupt him because actually their interface, the initial finding where you can buy and doing the search, they don't do a great idea of making it clear. You know, yeah, you got to sign up first and then get access to the to that's the domain. not great. Where GoDaddy and some name sheet, they're better. They're better than GoDaddy, but I've had, I find their interface and and, so, and especially the time they take to repoint a domain to another server i just find them not the best and there's some others there's a lot, a lot of them around you know but i i used to use bluehost to register urls no, and how would, how would and I? they were very straightforward and and the, what i'm going to say next is going to sound weird to some i never had a problem with their customer service i would just pick up the phone dial it i mean i still have it in my phone and they would always be helpful always were, and i hosted sites with them for years um, you know, I outgrew it, you know, I think they're great for proof of concepts and stuff like that. But, um, as far as registering domains, I found that to be pretty straightforward. I did migrate most of them over to Cloudflare over time, but, um, I just found Cloudflare to be a better service. Yeah, it's, they are, and it, it might be $1, $2 per year, um, more expensive than the most cheapest but we're talking about one to two dollars, and the reason why it's important is, you know, if if something technical comes up, well, I say don't use Google because they they offer absolutely no support, and if anything goes wrong, it's just a nightmare. Um, just call the one eight hundred number. What is? Find get hold of anybody in Google. Um, good luck to you. Um, and also, I think they're getting out of that business. I think they're they're moving it to Squarespace. They sold it to Square. Um, the other thing is, if you're looking to host your site, not on WordPress and not on a more specialized service like Kajabi, um, you're looking at Squarespace or you're looking at Wix. Do not buy your domains through Squarespace or Wix. If you ever want to leave the platform, they make it extremely painful to migrate the domain. That that talk about make you jump through loops, hoops. It's ridiculous to do. And to be truthful, never. Uh, this is just my opinion. I'll be interested to see Kirk's. Um, never buy your domain name for your hosting provider. We we don't we don't do it. We don't offer it. Um, we help you. One, if you need our assistance, and we suggest you buy it through Cloudflare and through our white glove service, we'll go through that if that's necessary. You haven't purchased one. Um, but never buy your domain names through the hosting provider. You will regret it. What do you reckon about that? That's one that I've never really aligned with because I never really understood why. Like, like I said, I, I did domains with Bluehost and hosted with them, and then I moved my sites and then eventually moved the URLs around. But um, I never saw it as a conflict, you know? But I don't know. That's uh, like some people that say, um, you know, don't put your CRM in your website. Keep it separate. 
sometimes it worked great inside the site. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I, I base my experience a lot. Um, we had a client recently with Bluehost, and they were a bit slow. Um, my experience also with GoDaddy, it, it's it's been just like pulling teeth out, dealing. They do not want to do it. They want they make it, and it uh, it's just cleaner. You, you you this is just my opinion. You avoid conf- there is a conflict. They obviously they don't. They're in business. You give a, you give WP Tonic uh, a month's notice. Don't we help you migrate it? We help you get it set up somewhere else. There's no argument. You just give a month's notice. Boom. Reason we ask a month, folks, is that we offer a load of plugins and other services, and we have to decoup- decouple those. Um, but we, you don't get any argument um, as long as you give us a month's notice. Uh, um, and we help you move it. So, uh, um, but it's just take me, you have a bit, it's, I understand why people do it because it's just easier, but don't do it. Buy the domain somewhere else and get your hosting somewhere else. Just take my word for it, folks. Um, so domains, how much do they cost? Um, I don't get fixated about getting a .com. You know, any .com that probably has got a really marketing edge to it, so it's probably taken and they want thousands for it. Um, if you don't, I think it's, I think it's still beneficial to go with a .com. But don't get fixated about it. There's other, and you know, this should cost you what, depending on Cloudflare, even a dot com. Dot com's probably going to be under $20 a year in it if you're not going for one of the higher value ones and the price can go to the stratosphere, depending on what you're after. Um, non.coms you probably can get for about eight nine dollars a year would you agree with that yeah that sounds about right so it's not but i get people that the other thing don't and there are people that made a fantastic living because they bought domains they're domain dealers and that's their business and i've got other people i don't understand they've got like 20, 30, 40, 50 domain names. It adds up, folks. Um, um, I've got too many. I think I've got about 10. I need to prune them down a bit um, because I'm not going to use them. Um, Yeah, don't be one of those. I think that's a bit bonkers. Now, um, and I would say the same thing if you're going to um, SaaS Cloud. Um, Do not... If you if you can, do not buy the domain through them. And I think with Squarespace and Wix or some of the others, I think with Kajabi you've got to buy it somewhere else. I'm not I'm not sure about that. I have to clarify. I think that was the last time I helped somebody with Kajabi. Um, but if if it's a choice, do not buy it through them. Get you know, buy it somewhere else and point the DNS. It's one little more loop. Um, but there's plenty of instructions out there, um, and you just have a better experience. Um, now, 
I think the other thing is, so you bought your domain, now the hosting. Uh, um, we've done a whole episode on, on the membership about hosting costs. Um, I think anything below $25 for a, a membership that has a learning management system and some of the other tools when it comes to WordPress or some of the other solutions, um, cloud solutions, um, I think you're going to be looking at around $50 cloud, and I think you can look at 30 to $35 to start off with with WordPress. That's just pure... That's just pure hosting. That's not including plugins, email, everything. Um, I think uh, Kajabi, if you go the Kajabi route and some of its competitors, you'd be looking at, if you're going month to month, you'd be looking at $150. Um, if you go with some of less feature-rich, um, I think they do start at around 30 well, I look at around fifty dollars. So I think WordPress you can start between thirty and thirty-five. Cloud about fifty dollars if you budget that roughly. What do you think of what I just said? You're in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Caught me out there. I thought you were going to say some more there. Uh, um, I was chewing down my coffee. All right. I was relying on you there, Kirk. I'm I'm sorry, but you're the expert as far as the costs and stuff go on on those areas. And I see I have a lot of clients that come to me on three dollar hosting and four dollar hosting and want to build the world on it. And and it takes it's a thirty minute discussion to say you want to build the world on this thing and you want to put a hundred people in it. It ain't gonna run. You got to put well. It will. It will. It will run until you even get your first. If you if you're utilizing something like Lift Element, or you're using Learn Dash, and I'm totally I'm, now, I want to make it clear. If we're talking about Lifter with Buddy Boss or Learn Dash with Buddy Boss, um, or we're talking about Mighty Networks or Circle, that Mighty Networks have a plan for around thirty nine dollars starts off with. I think that's the annual plan. Um, don't kid yourself. Seems you'd be on the higher plan pretty soon, and that—that's I forgot what that is on Mighty um, Networks. Next month, easy, and you'd be looking at some of the other plans, right? Um, just take my word for it, folks. Now, when it comes to Buddy Boss, great platform. Did a show last week with Haroon about it. Done a dive. I'm gonna. We're going to be doing a couple of other, not podcasts, but on the YouTube channel. Um, if you're looking at that, you're looking at 150, 200 at, re- realistically for hosting resources for any Buddy Boss site that's got Lifter installed and and you got your first batch. You'd be looking at around 200. We offer it on our lower plan. For people that want to try it out, but I'd make it clear to them if you get your first batch of students, you'll be on your higher plan um, because it needs a load of resources. Um, if you get into the hundreds on Buddy Boss, hundreds, thousands, you're going to have to look at, you'll be looking around the 500 mark, but you should be profitable. Um, 
that's just the reality. And based on my experience, folks, that's what you're going to be looking at Mighty Networks or Circle if you're going that route with that, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, I don't care, you'll be looking at the higher plans, just trust me, Uh, um, because these take up and they get their resources. But the cost of cloud, it's more configuration and knowing how to deal with um, caching and those issues and go there and going with a good provider, cloud provider. All our hosting is cloud, but it's configured correct. And we, we switched, we managed the caching individually for each website. We found that best way to go. Um, but it's a, it's a, there's a lot of propaganda out there, isn't there, Kurt, that you can build anything. Because I'm just telling you, folks, you can build it out, but as soon as you get your first live, first couple of live students, the complaints are just going to start coming in that the, the back end's slow, we can't log in, um, we can't see our courses, we got this, that, the other. It's endless with these cheap, so starting between 25 well, for 30 to $35, you start off and you can get your first students in and you're just not going to have a miserable experience. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's, when you mention the caching, I, it's almost, I feel like we need to warn people because I'm thinking about who's, who our listener is right now, right? Who's, who's new to this kind of web product? Who's new to using this? Because when you have caching issues, it's it's not super. There's not a red flag that comes up that says you're having a caching issue. Please flush your cache. It's usually something bizarre. You make a change to the website, you go to the front end, and the change isn't there. You have a customer that signs up and then sends you an email saying, "Hey, I just paid you a hundred bucks, and I can't access the course." Right? It, it's something weird like that. And so when your website isn't doing what you think it's supposed to do. Um, one of the first things to do is is flush the cache, try to recreate the issue, and then you know that you've got a caching issue, and now you got to hunt that down. And if you don't have a good host or a communicative host, it, it can be a, a little bit of a burden figuring it out. Yeah, because um, you you also got the mixture of CDN um, content management. Um, oh, my mind's going blank. Platforms that large files and that um to, it, it, it it's the major major pain when it comes to membership learning management systems um obviously it's one of the attractions of going to a a cloud system like Kajabi because that's one area you won't be at, you won't be dealing with but if you go but if you go with the right hosting provider um, unfortunately, a really wrecked a, a very two of the most, in general, very very good hosting providers, WP Engine and Kinsta, because they're such large companies and learning management systems and community websites are only a small part of. Um, they're great people. They're very reputable hosting providers, but you're still going to have trouble because their hosting isn't geared up for this this specific niche. It just isn't. Um, and you, it can be painful. Um, all right. The other thing, 
I'm going to be very controversial here, Kirk, and you, you know, you're probably not going to agree with me. I, I was in two minds to say this, but I'm, I don't think it's great. We are hybrid at WP Tonic, but I put my heart, my hand on my heart. If you want to leave us, you give us a notice. We migrate you anywhere you want to go. Right, no question. Don't let your developer host for you. Um, it's not a great idea. If that person gets run over by a bus, you have an argument with them. It can get difficult very quickly. Um, it's best to have your domain somewhere else, have your hosting somewhere else. And if you need help with your WordPress or whatever you're building, um, you know, you wouldn't let, if you were on Kajabi, you wouldn't let, if somebody was helping you build build your site out on Kajabi, and there's a whole industry of consultants for Mighty Networks. We're at, one of our guests is a Mighty Network expert. She's going to be joining us next week. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't buy it through her. You wouldn't buy your Mighty Network website through her. You wouldn't buy your Kajabi website through a consultant. Well, if you did, you need your mind examined. You buy it, and then you hire people. It's the same with WordPress. Do not, do not buy your hosting provider through. Get it through your developer. Um, you're mixing. You you're going to end up in a jumble. Um, um, I don't like it. I um, never have. It's mixing. It's a bit like mixing personal with business. It always bites you on the rear. So, Kirk, you're not going to agree with this, are you? So, what do you think? I really don't see any issue with having your developer do the hosting. It depends on what the relationship is. If you want to have it built and go away, that's one thing. If you want to have an ongoing maintenance-oriented relationship with that person, um, it becomes more of a partnership. And let's face facts. If someone came to me and said, Hey, I, you know, I want to do a WordPress site. I bought this cool hosting package on GoDaddy and I want to hire you to build it there. Um, okay, sure. We'll do that. But that's going to have a GoDaddy surcharge on it because there's always some kind of a, a hurdle or something to jump over to make something happen there. Um, whereas if it's hosted in the platform I'm most familiar with, I'm the most efficient with it. Right. And so I can think of three or four different hosting solutions where I go, man, I'm really confident in there. I'm, I'm really comfortable there. We could do that for you. But if someone came to me with, with something else, we can do it, but the price is probably going to be a little higher. It's, it's just because it requires more time. Yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm, the position I would put you there is if I had a client and they say, well, I'm thinking of building uh, a membership learning management system. Um, and I heard that you're, you're the guy, Kirk, you know, um, to help out with this. Um, what's your advice about hosting? Well, here's four providers that I think provide you the level of hosting that you would require. And they go off and buy it. Yep. I think that's that works. Totally 
I don't agree with. I've had clients come to me and they've been blackmailed, basically. Um, they don't even know where the site's hosted. They don't even have login details. They They know nothing. And the person they've got into dispute, um, and I, I don't get into the ins and outs of it, and they're ghosted. Um, and it happens. Um, you wouldn't do it. Um, I know other people that you, you're a professional, um, but I've known other people, and it's not always, but you normally get what you pay for. Um, but not always. Um, and they've gone with offshore, very cheap, provide, you know, developer talent. And the project has got a bit difficult. And these people have just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's super important for people that are listening to this part of our conversation. It comes down to the questions and the communication you're having with the person that you think is your developer, as in ask them, you know, what's the exit, what's the exit strategy look like? What's, what happens when we decide to move? Um, what happens if something happens to you? Like, you know, are you the person at your company or is there someone else to talk to if we can't find you? Um, those are totally acceptable questions and things that I expect my clients to ask. Yeah. So I think. Kurt doesn't agree with me. It's a grey area, I, but I just think it's best that you ho- you you buy the hosting or you get the hosting at WP Tonic. It was a thing, but we make it really clear um, that you give us notice and we move it. You give us a month's notice and we move it. Um, it's clear cut. So I think you're so in some ways you're right um, because you could say that WP Tonics in that area so um it's a bit gray in it so fair enough i think we're going to go for our break we will be back in a few moments folks this podcast episode is brought to you by lifter lms the leading learning management system solution for wordpress if you or your client are creating any kind of online course training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to LifterLMS.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We're coming back, folks. We have had a feast of knowledge I've been waffling on. I've got a long list here. We need to hurry it up, I think. Um, yeah, but before we before we go into the meat and potatoes, I just want to point out that if you're looking to host your website and get email, get a suite of the best modules, plugins, all licensed, all paid for you, plus white onboarding service and a host of other um, services and consultation. Why don't you look at hosting your membership learning management system community website with WP Tonic? That's what we specialize in. That's what our passion is. We love you to become part of the tribe. So, content management systems, well, WordPress, um, or you'll be looking at Kajabi, or you'll be looking at Circle, Podia. Poda, 
I pronounce, how do you pronounce Podia. it? Podia? Podia. Podia. I like Podia. Um, I think um, of the cloud, I think it's Kajabi or Podia. Uh, I think they're the two leaders. If you're looking to really build a, a membership website um, on the cloud and we can't persuade you to look at WordPress, fair enough. Like I say, it's, it's grey, folks. So if you're committed to the cloud, um, I think they're two good solutions. If you're looking at community um, and you won't look at Buddy Boss, I think obviously it's Mighty Networks and um, Circle. They're the two leaders out there. Um, there's a couple others, and there's a couple in them. Now, of the reason why we kind of exclude Teachable uh, out of it, and um, is I think that's a kind of solution where if you've got a full website hosted on WordPress and you're just going to offer it off the course, one course, and it's going to be, you have that, it's going to be part of your overall digital marketing, but it's going to just be one course and a separate product. That's how I see it. So, um, so if you're building a WordPress, you'd be looking at a website builder plugin. Um, I think in the end of 2003, the beginning of 2004, I think you really got to look at Gutenberg now. Um, unless you're a professional like Kirk, or um, who um, Alamator is still good, um, but we we our first choice now is that we advise people to use Gutenberg, and but we use a third party. Um, system called Cadence WP that adds extra blocks, blocks are kind of building blocks to build your landing pages, your your website, and the speed. Um, it's the future. Um, Cadence have done a fantastic job, um, getting some great results with it. So, um. If you're a web developer, designer, implementer, there's others that, you know, there's still Animator, there's still Beaver Builder, great people. There's um, um, there's half a dozen out there, and those that use them and love them. You know, Divi, Divi's in transition. They're moving to a block scenario very similar to Cadence, WP. Um, but I think, I think if I was looking to build my membership, my learning management system, um, I'd be looking at Gutenberg, but I would want it to be in a third party framework. And I just love cadence. What was your own feelings? Kurt? The cadence product is fairly new for me, experience wise. Uh, you know, I've got a couple of years in with, with Elementor at a, at a higher level. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my comfort level in making something at a professional level is a little bit higher in Elementor. Yeah. But if I had to be more transparent to the listener, I think over time, 
we're going to see much more capability in this cadence Gutenberg arena. I think because there's just a lot. We talked about this recently in a different show, but it's, it's, there's a lot of, I don't want to say hidden. It's not a game. You know, it's, it's not where's, where's Waldo, but there's, there's a lot of little things that are features that you can uncover or move or do in the, in the design process. And, um, I think cadence is a really strong package. I think over time we're going to see that become much more comfortable. And you, they offer a freeze version, folks, but the pro version, I think, I think for one website will, uh, will cost you about two hundred dollars a year for the pro version, and I would go for the pro version. But you can do a lot with the free version. They offer a lot. You get all the. I like to point out you get all this as part of the WP Tonic hosting package, but. Um, if you're looking to build something more complicated or you're hiring somebody, um, you're hiring us or somebody else, um, I think LMA Tor is a good choice because there's a lot of third-party integration out there and it, it's a good platform. Um, I just think Gutenberg is native to WordPress, it, but it's on, it's been been going at a pace and having a third party framework like cadence just mitigates some of the ongoing changes so you've got a more stable scenario um so um and ben and the team ben is the founder and chief developer at cadence he's a fantastic individual and i think it's a quality product so that cost you a couple hundred dollars um the hosting, like I say, uh, I think from three hundred and fifty to six hundred dollars will get you some decent WordPress hosting, and I think it's going to cost you about a thousand, maybe around that price if you go with Podia. If you go with Kajabi, you're looking at eleven hundred. Um, if you're going community, it's going to get that's that's one of my problems with mighty networks because the price the initial price seems very attractive but based on my experience you soon migrate to the higher ones but other people would say i'm i'm talking nonsense there but there we go um membership lms membership um touched it with teachable um thinkific um they're like if you're only looking to build one course if you're going to look to build a real business and have multiple courses and that you'd be looking at the cloud you'd be looking at podio kajabi with wordpress that in the same thing applies with wordpress if you're just looking to run one course you'd probably be okay to just use a membership plugin if you're looking to build a real business you you're looking at a learning management system and the two that is lift lms which Amazing value or learn dash. They're both very similar. Um, there are differences. I think for the individual entrepreneur, the sole entrepreneur, the coach, the, um, the coach, the influencer, the terrible term, but we have to use it. I think you're going to get a lot more from Lifter LMS, but they both do the job. Um, and yeah, and I think. Lifter comes with a lot of free stuff with their free. Um, it, Learn Dash doesn't, isn't free. If you go to Learn Dash for one site, it's going to cost you $199. With Lifter, 
comes that comes with a lot of stuff free, but you're going to want to take payments. You, you're going to take payments. You need the add-on, um, the individual. Um, have they gone up? Uh, they were about 125. It's they about 125 dollars a year. Yeah, for the payment gate. You can just cough up 125. You get everything. Um, we provide the universal on our basic and the infinity on all our other plans. The infinity costs you twelve hundred dollars. Um, we provide all that and about four four hundred and something four hundred dollars for the universal. Um, we provide that. Um, people ask us, what do you recommend? They're both great solutions. That's why we provide both. Um, we got confidence in both. Um. But I still say that if you're that individual, you can you get more value from Lifter. Um, that will cost well, um, two hundred. Um, I think Lifter does an Earth plan that's around two hundred as well, doesn't it? So I think if you look at around two hundred, you'd be okay, won't you? What do you reckon, Evil? Yeah, the Earth Bundle is a great way to start out because you know you can use you know, uh, cadence or Astra, you know, any of those premium themes, cause it works with any theme, but then you get the payment gateway, which, you know, enables you to actually sell the course. Well, that's the other thing. Cause that's the other thing. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, if you want to take payment through learn dash, you really got to buy a membership plugin. They've got their own one. Now they're flogging. It's not, it's pretty new. Um, I'm sure they're doing a good job with it, but um, you do, used to be member press. You used to push quite a bit, and there's others. There's um, oh god, the one the colon um, joint owners the lifter. What's their membership plugin? Oh, paid memberships pro. Paid membership pro is excellent. I use it myself, folks. It's an excellent plug-in as well um uh on to the next thing um payment processor yeah well if you're using stripe it's going to cost you 2.9 that's around slightly under three percent is the going rate they every, everything they want three percent um if you use something like um the lower plans with um um uh teachable and um there's a couple they're free plans they're not exactly free because they can take on top of something what stripe takes they want like six seven percent on top so so be wary of the free cloud plans um because they're not that free um with word with a wordpress solution um it's going to be through stripe you could look at using paypal um, what is the thing with PayPal? Have they sought because they were in this transition, weren't they, with their membership technology? Is it still a bit iffy? Or they- I still don't really understand the PayPal thing because. Um, Do you think they lot. understand it? I, I, they're slow to move. Slow to move, man. They they got a thing called reference transactions, which you have to apply for and qualify for, and able to take recurring billing through their platform which is very strange to me, which is why all of my clients are on Stripe. Yeah, it's definitely easier. If you have to, t- you know, we do offer PayPal because we've got country, we've got clients in countries that Stripe won't cover. 
Um, I like to ditch them in totally because they're just a pain in the posterior to deal with, uh, um, basically. Um, so unless you've got to use it with a hosted solution, just use Stripe, folks. And that's that's 2. Point, was that 2.9? 2.9, I think, yeah. Yeah. Email marketing. Oh, dear. Um, Kajabi, Kajabi provides that um, in it. A lot of the other ones, you've got to buy an email system. Email marketing is getting more expensive. Like uh, MailChimp has re- well reduced their free service quite considerably um, to about 500. Um, um, email, you want to be promoting email, you get this all bundled with WP Tonic. Um, with other hosted, most quality WordPress hosting providers, they won't provide email functionality, inbox marketing or transactional to some extent. Um, you have to buy a third-party solution. Um, you get all part of that with WP Tonic. Um, the only thing is, is we don't provide inbox um I think it's best to keep that separate from your hosting provider anyway. But people, you know, I just think it is. It's not, keep your domain separate. Keep your email inbox separate from your hosting provider. Um, I said keep your developer relationship, but Kirk doesn't agree with me. But fair enough. <laughs> uh, um, um, well, there is no, it's all grey mostly, isn't it? Um, um, but that could, but this whole thing, that I think that's one area that like cloud service really. Um, but what you get with Kajabi, I think Kajabi works for about 80, 90% of what people are looking for. Got some, there are some, um, people, there's some well watched videos that are anti Kajabi and they talk. There's one particular lady that's had a video seen by about 20,000 people. That's very anti-Kajabi. She moved to Podia. A lot of what she says, I just think it's absolute garbage. I don't honestly think she knows what she's talking about. Because I'm not a friend of Kajabi, I'm, I'm, but I try and be logical and as fair as I can be. Her criticism, you know, she was criticising Kajabi um, because it did offer that this intense email functionality that you would get with a platform like Active Campaign, but that's not Kajabi's target audience. Um, um, and Podio has more flexibility. But if you, the great thing with WordPress with something like Fluent CRM, you got um, it's enormously powerful. So there's a lot of criticism out there because because they don't recognise this grey area that what suits some people won't suit you if you're listening to this podcast. It's more nuance, isn't it, Kirk? Isn't it the the things that that get me? Like so, we were talking about email, right? Someone goes on WP Tonic, they they get Fluent CRM as the tool. They can put, you know, all their contacts in there. Um, I'm trying to interrupt, but what we offer our 
plan offerings, they're enormously generous, aren't they? Well, that's what I was getting to. I mean, when you look at this Kajabi offer, right, you can have up to 10,000 contacts, three products, three funnels. Um, that's limited to me. It's a bit limited. You know, I, I think about, uh, you know, you and I just worked with a client who transferred her product over. Um, we put it into Fluent for her, and I won't give out all the details, but I helped her build those funnels out. She's got like 20 funnels in there working. You know, and it's all this automation and all this thing, all of her different customers and segments of her list and all these things. And when you look at a pricing table like Kajabi or Circle or Mighty Networks, none of those would work in that situation because they don't, and unless you go to the enterprise version of their, of their platform, which is, you know, three to $500 a month. Yeah, but in fairness, IT, certainly, who knows? I'm I'm pulling this out of my backside listens and views, but I'm I'm just making a a, a kind of you know, guess based on my experience. I would imagine the bulk of Jarby's users are, but you got to know what you're getting into. But I thought the criticism of this lady that we will rename nameless, but if you do like review of Kajabi, she's one of the top that come up, and she's had about twenty thousand people, and there's a guy that um, get, makes a load of money from um, Kajabi through affiliates and through training. He offers training utilising Kajabi, and he's got a video underneath hers, and he re- he basically says that she's saying. And I agree with it, with a bit more what he says than what she's saying, um, but it's all grey. On to the next thing. Um, so email's getting... If you're not on something like Kajabi, but Kirk has made a really good point. It's very, it's pretty restricted on their lower plans, what they're offering through the marketing optimization and the email limits. Be aware. And the same thing applies with Mighty Networks and all these cloud platforms. Um, the costs can soon spiral um, and out of control. Be aware. You're going to have you're going to have the ability to control your costs much more on WordPress. Um, so the uh, so email in general, I just sense email in general is getting more expensive. I, I think a lot of them were after growth, and a lot of these accounts that just wasn't making any money, so they're starting to bun up the prices, right? Um, video, video's going up. Um, I think Kajabi... I don't know what the limits say. That they're in partnership with Visia. Um, I know if you go to Visia, they put their prices up quite a bit um, lately. And Vimeo, Vimeo are always changing their pricing structure uh, up and down like Yo-Yo. Um, both great, don't get me wrong, but I think Vimeo's put their prices up a lot as well. Yeah, they've. Lo- the way they've done it is they've really cut back on the disk space and the um, bandwidth limits. So you, you, because I think Vimeo offer a free plan, but it's like three videos with that this year. Um, but you, you get you, but you even on the lower plans, if you, and you're going to be using a lot of video in uh, your membership business. Um, can get expensive pretty quick based on my experience if you get traction what do you reckon Kurt 
Yeah, it's um, the video thing is always a question. It doesn't even seem to matter what platform somebody picks. It's where do I put all the stuff? And it depends on how much content you make and how much gets consumed. Um, and there's rules with YouTube. Like everyone thinks they can just host it unlisted on YouTube and then sell it through their website. But that's that's against yeah. the terms and conditions. You're gonna get you're gonna get stuck. Well, so, it's a bad. It's you, you got to use YouTube for what it's meant to be. If you're a membership entrepreneur, folks, use it to build your tribe, get 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 you known as the expert on the subject, and then get them to drive drive them to your website, get them on a mailing list, and also sell them your membership. That's what YouTube's about. Um, it's not about that's just that's that's giving the wrong message to people. That's diminishing the value they're going to see in your membership. Yeah, do you agree? I would, I would. So then you have to start looking at options that suit your pocketbook and your projected use. You know, and you and I have talked. I think Bunny.net's a really good product. Yeah, we we combine it. Um, we help you set up with Bunny.net. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs what but bon- bunny.net is but um it's a great platform and we help you configure it and then it works with a plugin that we provide that's a about hundred dollars plus a year but we provide it as part of our presto player and you don't have to you you don't have to use presto play you you can just host your videos with bunny.net and you can use some code that they provide and put it on your website the reason why Presto Player enables you to import the videos into your media library, and um, and then it's just and also it gives you analytical data around who's watching your videos, how long they watch them. It provides a lot of good stuff, and it works flawlessly with Bunny.net. Um, another one, um, so that's our recommendation. Have a look at, but you're you're going to say. If you and you will start utilizing a lot of video with your membership site, so it's well worth looking at bunny.net because it's going to save you a lot of money. Um, it's probably going to be less than a third of Whistler or Vimeo, well, definitely Whistler because Whistler is more expensive than Vimeo, but Vimeo is bunning up their prices, um, because. It's a VC-backed company, a Dutch company, and they got into some financial difficulties because they were going for growth, and they just weren't making any money. Um, and um, they got a new CEO, and the first thing was, we're putting the prices up. Uh, um, um, yeah, so, but it's a hard one to quantify how much this is going to cost. What What's the middle range? Vimeo account now. Oh, I haven't done Vimeo in forever, Jonathan. I could look real quickly. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably around the 300 mark. I've had clients recently that went over their bandwidth usage and um, they they got a a surprise bill. Well, that's a great point. This is the point, folks. If you go over with the bandwidth, they're going to really clobber you. Is that right? Yeah. So recommended is, uh, looks like $22 a month. That's if you pay yearly in it. Yeah. For a, for 120 videos. Yeah. It's the sound. 
that sounds a lot, but it isn't because you 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 soon you soon get through that, don't you? Uh, I've got thousands of videos now, Jonathan. So I, I look at this and I go, 120 videos. <laughs> that's that's nothing. Start going live a couple times a week. It adds up quick. Yeah, it's um, for yeah. 500 videos. It's eighty dollars a month. Yeah, done up the main. Yeah, sorry, but it soon this all soon melts up, folks. This soon melt all this melts up. Um, so. I think we're coming to the end of this, Kirk. So any final thoughts? I had a couple of final thoughts, and I hope that's okay. Um, When we look at the the SaaS applications, SaaS isn't my first choice. I want to be really blunt about it. It's not my first choice. But one of the things that Podia did in their pricing that attracted me, that I thought was fair, was they list what we would call staging but but they call them drafts. So you have the ability to have draft courses and draft webinars on their on their cheapest platform. They have a free platform and you can create these draft products almost like you and I would think about a staging site before launch. And um even if you're paying the $33 a month, you could have courses, but if you wanted to have webinars, you would create draft webinars, like pre-recorded webinars. And they would be in draft status until you elect to go to that shaker platform, which is $75 a month. So, so what I liked about Podia was for someone that's getting started, it at least gives you kind of that stair stepped, you know, budget equals what your output kind of thing is. Um, but I still felt that there was a lot of restriction for the cost. Uh, and then I'll say it in a way that, that you might be a little too shy to say it on the show, Jonathan which is weird because you're, you're not too shy to say anything, most anything. Um, I think as people listen to today's broadcast, they heard numbers coming out of our faces like, well, that's 200 bucks and that's 100 bucks and that's $150 and that's $300. But on the WP Tonic platform, if somebody opts to go self-hosted, do, do, the, the, do the WordPress journey with us, um, Jonathan, you, they, they get all of that for the cost of the host. Yeah, it's one. It, it's, it's one. So I've, it's fifty-five if you want to pay month to month, or it's thirty-five dollars if you pay annually. That's yeah, four, that's four hundred and twenty dollars. You get everything. So, so you you want the you want the CRM with email capability. You want to send newsletters. You want to have an automated email list. You want sales funnels. You want you know the, the recurring membership charges to to go through uh, on a payment gateway. All of that comes with the package at WP Tonic. And I'm going to be a little more emphatic, Jonathan. You don't give them a blank website and say, good luck. You know, they can start out with it. They can pick from different templates. They can say, I want to start with this template. Change the text, change the pictures, launch, you're good to go. Yeah, you can be. Yep. Thanks for that. Um, But there's um, there's another one. I've I've just done a review. I've got to do a video. Simplerio. S I M P I E R O Simplero Simpler. How do you pronounce it? I think it's called Simplero. Yeah, Simplero. Um, it's coming my radar. It's a it's a direct competitor to Kunjabi, but um, gonna do. I've done written a post on that, but I've got to do a video, and I've been doing my research on it. But I think I think at the present moment. 
there's free if you're not going to touch wordpress with a barge pole whatever we say and i, I totally understand there's um there's it's either kajabi or podia um if you want community and you like say it's mighty networks mighty networks or circle some people are really passionate about circle um I just don't know much. I know more. I'm going to know a lot more about Mighty Networks next week because we've got a really fabulous expert and she's passionate about Mighty Networks. So I'm going to shut up about WordPress. Uh, um, and it should be a great show, folks. But if you're looking for cloud community Mighty Networks, I know Kajabi have entered Mighty Networks territory with a new um, product that they've bolted on to Kajabi. But um, uh, but I don't know much about it. But um, we're gonna have, I'm gonna have to do a bit of studying on that as well. Um, but they're the main players: Kajabi, Podio, Mighty Networks in the cloud. Um, but don't be be a little bit. I think Kajabi are more in some ways more straightforward. But there are strong limitations around email courses. You you're soon. If you start to get any traction, you're 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 going to be in the higher platforms. And I think Podio, the thing with Podio is a more sim, it's a more simpler platform than Kajabi. Um, so there's a lot to think about, folks. Like if you think, so if they all have a learning curve, all of them have a learning curve. Yeah, because it, like I say, um, they all have people that will that will um, help you build it out. Give you a, if they're all that easy, there wouldn't be a, a network of, of um, consultants to help you, folks. Um, so, I think I've talked a lot here, and I waffled on. I haven't really waffled on too much. Got it, um, Kurt. Um, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to? Well, to connect with me as a person, LinkedIn is the main channel. I'm the only Kurt Von Arnhem on LinkedIn. It's easy to find me, and you know you got me. Um, for business, manana nomas. Just because manana nomas, Twitter, X, Facebook, LinkedIn, manana nomas is it, and manana nomas.com is the website. Right. We will be back next week. Like I say, next week we've got an expert on mighty networks. It's all about community, tribe, building your community of mighty networks. I'm, I'm seeing the light now. I'm committed to WordPress, folks. Um, but, I was committed that we would get the best experts from marketing other platforms on the show, do a better job to give you a broad landscape. That's what this show is about. We will be back next week. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Membership Machine Show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and leave a rating to support the show. Until next time.